Welcome to the XYZ Experiment Podcast. I'm Fiona, 53, and I'm Gen X. Hi, I'm Sarah, 44, and I'm a Xennial, halfway between a Millennial and Gen X. I'm Dash, I just turned 39, and I'm a Millennial. I'm Amelia, I'm 27, straddling the confusing line between Gen Z and Millennial. I had dinner with some friends last night and um, they all listened to our podcast and were giving me ideas for topics and one of the ones that um, came up, so my friend had recently run a facilitation workshop and um, one of the get to know you activities they did was to um, talk about what their coffee order is and what that says about them. And we thought this was really interesting. And so my coffee order is a strong soy latte, which I have had as my coffee order for a very long time. And it got me thinking that I started drinking soy milk because, you know, I'm lactose intolerant when it wasn't cool. And so there'd often be cafes that didn't have soy milk. And so I'd always have to check, like I'd, before I'd order a coffee, I'd have to say, do you have soy milk? And they'd be like, no. And then I'd have to go find somewhere else. Um, or just get a long black. Um, And so, yeah, I feel like now soy is like a really popular coffee order and it doesn't necessarily say of me, oh, she's the person who can't tolerate milk anymore because so many people drink soy and I don't think it's for just a a food intolerance situation. But don't you feel like a lot of those milks come in fashion, like soya, what you were saying, and then a few years ago it was almond milk. Yeah. And now the latest is oat milk. Yeah. Because we mm. had some friends over um, staying with us from Geraldton and he was like, oh, I want an oat milk coffee. And and so we would be on the hunt. But I was surprised how many people actually had oat milk. I'd yeah. never even heard or drunk it before. And, yeah, like it's just... <laughs> Have you seen <laughs> Have you seen that meme of um, God asking an angel um, what the humans are drinking? And um, they were like, oh, they're milking the almonds for their milk. And he was like, instead of drinking the milk from all the animals, I provided for them. <laughs> <laughs> so true. True. So true. But do you think also the coffee order thing's a big Melbourne thing too? Because, you know, we're all from Melbourne. Well, no, I know, Amelia, you're mm. not. Is, is coffee as, like, crazy in Sydney as it is in Huge. Melbourne? And what okay. is your coffee order, Amelia? I don't drink coffee <gasps> or tea. Wow. I Do you drink yep. anything Never. with caffeine? Uh, Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> as I hold it up to the screen. And just um, listeners, just so you know, it's like 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> No, so I've never drank coffee and it was one of those situations where my parents always said, no, you're not old enough to have coffee, you're not old enough to have coffee. So I never adapted my taste buds and I just cannot palate the taste. It's I love the smell, but I can't drink it. It's not enjoyable to me. But I am always thinking, why is it so socially unacceptable to roll up with a can of Red Bull or V? But coffee is also a drug and a stimulant and everybody's like, oh no, this is socially acceptable to have four coffees a day, but you are the freak for drinking energy drinks. <laughs> is is coffee though considered like a natural stimulant mm. though? You know, it's yeah. not, not chemically it, created or is it chemically created? I don't know. It depends, depends yeah. on how deep you go. But on the note of milk, I am also treated like the leper because I love just drinking like a can, not a can, um, a glass of fresh milk. Because that's got your protein yeah. and your carbohydrate. Mm. It's true. It sort of sounds like 
Did you get trapped into six-year-old Amelia? <laughs> Oh, farm like, girl, farm girl you Amelia. Know what I, I'm just hearing this. Well, my parents didn't let me drink coffee, and then I just didn't get the taste for it, and I just like a glass of milk. <laughs> well, maybe that's what my coffee order says about me—that I crave my my parents' um, <laughs> admiration and acceptance. Well, I feel it sounds like it's a uh, comforting thing to you and maybe the holding on to that well I never got the taste for it I'm sort of not going to and there's a sort of comfort in that to you I think the drink of your choice though is a real generational thing I, I really will say that because when I was your age those sort of drinks never existed and if mm. you had like a coca-cola you'd have a coke like because that's got some caffeine in it obviously um, and I'm trying to make that similar to what an energy drink is but you would have one a week maybe you know you might mm. say oh, on Thursday nights I have a coke you, it wouldn't be in your fridge it would be something that you might get if you get a Hungry Jack's or a McDonald's mm. or something um, whereas in your generation I feel like it's just so readily available you know like even back when I was young uh, you guys would know the joke was to have bottled water was a huge joke you know <laughs> like huge joke I know and when it came out people were like what what idiot is going to pay for this Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was well, sort remember, of... fab. that was the big joke. They had bottled water, a whole fridge of bottled water. That was the huge joke for them. And they said that when they came back years later to re-film some new series, bottled water wasn't a joke anymore, you know, and they couldn't... So they tried to work out what would be outrageous. So they had a champagne fridge, but even that wasn't outrageous enough anymore. For our younger <laughs> listeners, absolutely fabulous. This is an amazing series. Yeah. It's great. You might not have heard of, but I highly recommend <laughs> And I personally have a champagne fridge, so like, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Legit, I actually keep bottled water and champagne in it at home. For guests, I at love home. that. I have a wine fridge in my kitchen, and I don't drink wine. I just drink like champagne and vodka. So, <laughs> going back to your energy drinks, then you'd have you'd have them in your fridge, obviously, you know. Yeah. Whereas something like me, I would never even consider putting that in my fridge. Not not because I'm against it, but because. I just never grew up with it. I just mm. never had an understanding or anything like that of it. One of the big reasons why I keep them in the fridge as well is with migraines, they actually really help me a lot yeah. too. So it's actually really? for medical reasons. Mm. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> but heard fascinating. That is, that caf- is that caffeine withdrawal migraines <laughs> that they Maybe. help with? No, I'm being... <laughs> I know, I know being a migraine is not a headache. Like hair of the dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sarah, what's your coffee order? And, and what's coffee mean to you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm asking that question because this morning it was like, oh, my God, I need a coffee. Yes. <laughs> is, that why, is that why we're actually talking about yes. this topic? Which no. I was unsure of, but I'm warming to it now. <laughs> um, and for listeners, yes, I had a little bit of a meltdown and was refusing to get... <laughs> was refu- nothing was open, couldn't get coffee, was having caffeine withdrawals and was refusing to get 7-Eleven coffee. I, again, I like you, What's Dash, your order? What's is your order? lactose intolerant. So my order is a piccolo with either lactose-free milk or oat milk. Ooh. Sometimes I'd get almond, but these days it's a piccolo because I don't like all the milk either, even when it's lactose-free or oat. If I get a macchiato sometimes, that's perfect because it's just got that dollop, that yeah. splash, but it's hard to get it non-bitter. How many coffees would you have a day? 
one. Okay. And I don't, I don't, yeah, I just have one and I don't, I don't have it every day. I might have a tea uh, or I might have some sort of caffeine drink or sometimes I won't have coffee. So I probably, I have a long black in the mornings, like at like six. And then I have my strong soy latte before nine. And then I'll have another coffee or a tea at like 11, 1130. Um, so you've had three before lunch. Yeah. And wow. I can't have anything post lunch. Um, but just on the milk thing, one thing when I was in the US, which blew my mind, because I was like, why do we not have it here in Australia, is half and half milk. Mm. What is half and half oh milk? I don't get it. So it's half milk and half cream. Oh, I didn't realise that. And okay. when you have it in coffee, it is delicious. <laughs> it's, it's bloody it's, delicious. And it, when I was in the States, I would use um, uh, creamer as well. But... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you can tell anything about me by that coffee order. I'm not convinced that your coffee order says much about you. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it says a lot about your whole space of anonymity. Yeah. You could never guess who you were, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and my, yes, I always give a fake name with my coffee order. So do well. I. So I think everybody does. No, they don't. I see. I've, I kind of feel like I'm missing out because people are always like, "Oh, my barista's so hot!" Like, I love, <laughs> and I don't have that interaction. Like, Sarah, do you do you meet some nice baristas out there? <laughs> well, I'm quite fussy about my coffee, so I'm more like a eagle Hawkeye, making sure they don't put too much milk. That you know, <laughs> like I'm a bit of a fussy customer. I don't know. So does that just, say something yeah. about you? <laughs> Am I a bitch? <laughs> Your words, not mine. A, a coffee bitch. Oh, no, I'm never rude. I just, I can't have too much milk and I get really, I guess, I just can't have them overfill it. Yeah. So I, I will be watching and say, oh, that's enough. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. And now I bring in a tiny little <laughs> cup so yeah. that they can't put in too much. So they can't take it too far. Fiona, what's your coffee order? I don't. I don't drink coffee. Oh my gosh! Here we go. Here we go. No, 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 no. Like I, I've tried and I've tried and I've tried, and like a few friends of mine who are coffee addicts don't understand, and they 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 try me with different styles of coffee. I just I just don't like it. I just don't like it at all. But like I find it fascinating in that. I still like a hot drink. And, and this is going to go maybe a little bit off topic, but I want to chat about it. So when I, um, when I was studying um, through high school and university, I was obsessed with Milo, hot Milos. Like hot that Milo. does have a bit of caffeine in it. Yeah, so, so hot Milo. And, um, and like I would tell you, Milo got me through uh, my studying mm. years, like got me through. Mm-hmm. And my parents, like they could never understand that they had this daughter who would study like I would and they'd come in and they'd open the door and they'd go, do you want a Milo? You know, <laughs> and, and I'd go, oh, yes, please. And then they'd bring me this sort of, you know, everyone knew how I liked it made. They'd bring me in this hot Milo and, and like, I can't believe I didn't rot my teeth. But, but the, um, that, so from there, sort of I, I love like hot chocolate and I love chai and things like that. I think I just really like the warmth in my belly. I yeah. really like the warmth and the milk that goes with it I find it really comforting really really comforting so like even it's my absolute go-to if like if I'm having a bad day or if um if I need a meal I'm like you Amelia full cream milk 
and then just warm in my belly and I just feel better immediately. Like just immediately, it makes me feel better. Yeah. Um, but, but talking about having your name on it, uh, because of my double barrel name, meaning, you know, both can be first names, I always give the name Kelly because it's just easier just to say Kelly. And, um, and for years I've been going to the same coffee shop just down the road from my work and I go, Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. And every time I turn up, they go, oh, hi, Kelly, how are you going? Have this big chat with me. And about five years um, after I'd been going there, a friend of mine turned up and then she started talking to me, calling me Fiona. And the baristas were so upset that... They, they said to me, is your name Kelly or Fiona? And I went, oh, my name's actually Fiona. And it's like I had totally betrayed them. Really? Oh, they were upset. Oh, they were really upset. Wow. And I was just going, no, no, I often go by Kelly. And I do. I often... And, and they they looked at me differently. <laughs> like they really did. Like I had betrayed them with my name. It was crazy. That is, that's so interesting because crazy. I when I was working in a cafe... I just would always half assume that it wasn't a real name. But oh. maybe that's saying more about me than... I think it's I would have never gotten... I got to know them pretty well. And we'd have mm. all these conversations and we'd chat and we'd talk about their tattoos because they're always covered in tattoos. And I'd ask them about it or we'd talk about where they're working now. And, yeah, I think they just felt... Yeah, I, I felt really bad. I felt really bad. <laughs> but anyway. Well, I used to give a name a coffee name when I'd put my order in, but it was never the same one. So I don't think people, uh, and it was always like at work, you know, when it was a big line and um, I just couldn't be bothered explaining how to spell my name, what my name is, and to have that conversation of like, what, huh, Dash? Um, and so I'd say, oh, my name's Lucy. And they'd write Lucy on the cup, but then I'd often forget. And then they'd be like, Lucy, Lucy. Like, oh yeah, that's me. Uh, <laughs> So I don't, I, I'm with Sarah. I don't think it's unusual to give a different name. So it's interesting that they got so like upset with you. I know. My husband has a really difficult name to spell and he can't be bothered. So he often tells them his name's Kelly. Because oh, yeah. he just goes, it's so easy. <laughs> Everybody knows how to spell Kelly. So the lovely couple, Kelly and Kelly. <laughs> when you go in there together. So sometimes he's got to order a coffee and they're going, Kelly. Kelly and, and you're both like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> so it's interesting because I feel like I am like the biggest coffee drinker then of us and I wouldn't have considered myself a big coffee drinker but I started drinking coffee when I was quite young um, and my mother got me onto it because she wanted me to practice the piano early in the morning so because my sister and I were learning at the same time and we we're going through exams at the same time one of us would do the early morning shift of piano practice and the person who did that, mum, would make us a coffee with condensed milk. Oh, wow. And so, that is such you know, a generation it thing. is that like... really is, yeah. I, uh, but I also think it's a Sri Lankan Indian thing. Yeah. Like they put condensed milk in everything. Yeah. No wonder they also, you How know... How old were you? Can I ask? How old so were you? I would have been maybe 10 or 11 okay. when yeah. I started drinking my condensed milk coffee at 5am in the morning. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was. Uh, I'm just imagining you, Dash, hopped up on caffeine, <laughs> playing the piano playing at the piano. like 4 a.m. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> 4, but it was pretty early. I think it was 5 or 6 a.m. we'd have to start and do some practice before we went to school and then the, um, my sister would practice in the afternoon and we'd rotate it. But I now think, and I don't know if this is to Amelia your point, I feel like there might have been a bit of you have to do well, you have to concentrate 
they were the stimulants our parents felt were okay to give us to make to sure that you. we yeah that we were um, studying and working hard. I've got a story that can add to that. So my husband um, is was born in Europe, uh, born in Croatia, and um, and he came to Australia as a young child. And uh, for breakfast, his mum would actually brew the coffee on the uh, stovetop and then she would pour it over their cornflakes. And he still, oh to this day, <laughs> is obsessed with it, right? Still to this day. So he's at school and they were doing the segment about um, what did you have for breakfast this morning? So he gets up and he says, I had a coffee poured over my um, <laughs> cornflakes. But they wow. did not believe that that was his breakfast. So, I mean, he, he's one year off being a baby boomer, so that sort of tells you his age group. But at the time, the teacher said that he was showing off and that that wasn't true and that he shouldn't lie. And his mother had to come up to the school and explain that she did give them coffee and then the school were horrified that these six- and seven-year-old kids, because he's got a brother, were um, having coffee for breakfast. But to this day, he's obsessed with the coffee poured over it. Like, sometimes I'll see him in the morning and he's got his, his whatever, and then he's poured a hot coffee over the top of it. It just he's like, loves it. So funny. I'm going to try that. I actually feel like that would be quite cool. Um, but also my other tip to everyone, not that you guys are coffee addicts like me, but when I'm travelling or if I don't have easy access to coffee, so this could have been for you today, Sarah, is Panadol with caffeine tablets. What? Mm. So good. What? Yeah, Panadol Rapid. You can just I've, buy. I've, I've got those in my drawer, but I, I can't remember how or where I came about them, but I never take it because when I'm going to take a Panadol, I don't want to be, like, maybe it might be at night or something. I look at these um, Panadol with caffeine and... Uh, does it make you... How does it make you feel that literally you would need to carry like a break glass if in an emergency style form of caffeine with you where you go in terms of addiction? Well, to be fair, my husband is worse than me. Like he literally is non-verbal until he has coffee <laughs> in his system. Like it is not, he cannot communicate. Yeah. Are you, did you know they existed, Amelia? I knew they existed, but I didn't ever think you could. I guess I've never had that level of reliance. Yeah, yeah. Are you but, okay, Dash? Like, you but that? it's socially acceptable. Like you're saying, Amelia, yeah. there's no. She can it's just like, walk into any chemist. She can walk into any coffee shop and get her form of um, legal addiction. Illegal, yeah. But like some, and it's a very big thing in academia, right? So some yes. of my colleagues will drink six or seven cups of coffee a day. Wow. And they all like have little coffee machines on their desk, like it's a thing to just have a constant supply of coffee coming into them as they're working. And so I'm considered a light coffee drinker in my That's, field. Wow. That's wild. Wild. And it's socially acceptable to take Panadine, Panadol, Panadol. popped off. Um, <laughs> totally That's socially acceptable. Mm. That is something um, I've learnt today. <laughs> Not that I'm yeah, going to go and I, buy some, but I just knew, extra. I had no Pan idea. Panadol yeah, extra, that's yeah, right. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. not Panadol. Oh, so what rapid. it is? It's called Panadol but as well. Extra. You know why as well? Because I I enjoy I just I actually enjoy my coffee, right? The taste and the thing. So if I sometimes when I've gone to take it and I'm like I don't want that because then I'll be too hopped up on Panadol caffeine tablets, and then I won't take a coffee if that makes it I'll only have one a day yeah so, so if I have access to a coffee I'll drink the coffee but if I don't 
Like if you're flying or if something you're flying like that. Yeah. Or yeah. Um, it's a really wow. busy work day and I can't yeah. pop out to get a coffee. Yeah. That's what Panadol gives you the hit. And caffeine. Yeah. That's wow. crazy. Well, it's like I find because coffee is such a social thing as well. So if I catch up with people, they're like, what are you, what are you going to have to drink? I'm like, oh, no, no coffee. Because yeah, no. that's the first thing they ask when you sit down. They're like, oh, any coffees? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. So often I'll just order a, an orange juice. So like if there's a juice I don't even like, I just sort of have to order it out of obligation so that the person doesn't feel weird for drinking By coffee themselves. on Could you get a tea, a herbal tea or something to go with it? I, I don't drink tea. So either. you don't drink any hot drinks, it sounds like, Not at all. really. I no. don't really like the feel. It Often was... the shock on people's face when you don't tell them they like coffee. You and I both yeah. understand that. And just go, no, I don't like coffee. And they're like, what? Like, And they all. And it's funny how people try to convince you. They just go, oh, you probably just haven't. You should try a latte or you mm. should try this style. Yeah, yeah, you should try this. And I'm like, no, I just don't like it. it just, But, yeah, they're always trying to get you to like it, literally. I, yeah. Well, so you should try a dirty chai. Yes. Yeah, oh, no, I'm obsessed with chai. I'm obsessed no, with No, but have chai. you had a dirty chai? Because a dirty chai has a shot of coffee in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm very particular about my chai. Like when I go into like a shop and I'll say I'll have a chai and I go, oh, is it with the leaves? Because uh, I don't like the powder or the liquid. And then they go, yes. And I go, well, please don't add any extra honey to it. Like I'm a pain. A so pain. you're the bitch. Yeah, not I, me. I really am. I, I really am. And I'm just saying... Like, I, I get very particular about the chai. Um, and then if it comes out and I don't like it, then I don't drink it because I don't want to give myself the insulin and the calories. Yeah, 100%. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to waste. Because there's this thing in my family that, like, if we get a cake or something and we eat a piece and we go, was it worth the calories? Yes. That's a big joke in our family, you know. So I don't want to drink something that's not worth the calories. And we often have this thing that is the cake often looks better than it tastes. Yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah, so I'm really pedantic about my chai, like really on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. So have we worked out what our coffee says about us then? Like, what do you think that your coffee order says about you, um, Dash? I think my coffee order says about me, or, or even just my pattern of coffee across the day or the morning, is that I do need it. I need it to function. And I feel like mine's a very functional kind of practical order. I feel like you need a legal stimulant. <laughs> but yeah. I feel it's to me it reflects your lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Like it does actually True. say a lot about what you need to enable you to live the lifestyle that you've chosen for 100%. yourself. Yeah. Because it doesn't so sound true. like you'd be able to do what you do without external stimulants. Yeah. Wow. That's that's a good point, Sarah. A really good point. What's your coffee drinking say about you? Uh, I think it says a few superficial things about me, but I don't think <laughs> it t- tells you much at all. I think it tells me about you that you're quite unique but particular. <laughs> that's a nice way to put it. Yeah, I feel like that's a um, fortune cookie. <laughs> I agree. Version of me. <laughs> still valid, I guess. Yeah, still valid. <laughs> I, I think I need another co- coffee. <laughs> Genuinely. Sorry. And Amelia, with her energy I, drinks. I have the dietary habits of a five-year-old. <laughs> I think you've got them of the other Gen Z. That's what it is. Mm. Just a I'll different generation. You. I just feel it also reflects her farm girl background. Yeah. 
yeah. know, the fresh milk. Yeah. And what does and your coffee thing. order say about you in summary, Fiona? That I've got a sweet tooth. <laughs> That's for sure. For me, it's all about the warmth in my belly. It's a comfort for me more than anything else, I think. And that I need the caffeine as well, because you can get caffeine through teas and things mm. like that as well. It's probably why I like the leaves and all that sort of stuff. So, But, but I guess then you need the comfort. You yeah, need I need the comfort. comfort. It need, really is a comfort addi- for me. It's saying that you need additional comfort yeah, in your it life. It really does. It really does. It's a warm hug. Oh, <laughs> in a cup. In a cup. In a cup. <laughs> So I want to throw it out to the listeners now. If you guys flick us a voice memo on Instagram, I'm curious, and I think we're all curious to hear, what does your coffee order say about you? Hi everyone, it's Dash. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the XYZ Experiment podcast and don't forget to leave a rating and a review. If you've enjoyed our show and um, like what you're hearing, tell all your friends and family and hit that subscribe button. If you want to hear our updates and know when episodes drop, follow us on Instagram at the XYZ Experiment for all the latest updates and news. And our original music was composed and performed by the amazing Luke Champion.